0: You know, it's it's interesting. I saw you at, a, I got added to, um, I guess it was last year, I was just looking at the date, it was last year, I went to Chilongo's to Don Lloyd's show, and she added me to yes. it, and you were on it, and then I actually looked up your name while I was there, and I was like, oh, I've listened to this guy's album. <laughs> it was like, oh, shit. it was like, cool, so, because I'm a huge comedy nerd, of course, so I I listen to a lot of comedy, like, that's how I consume it. Is a lot of people, you know, listen to it in different ways. I listen through albums on Spotify. And, oh, good. I'm glad somebody listened to it there. And, like, the cool thing is, whenever I do that, like, I can search the comedian on Facebook, and then it's like, oh, I have, like, five mutual friends with this person. And it's like, <laughs> you know, because comedy oh, is yeah. so interconnected. It's
1: out of control
0: now. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting. I love how in your comedy you talk a, a little bit, like, a lot about you know, kind of comedy and how things can be, and it's fun to. It's it's nice to see that that sort of thing. I guess with someone who's like, when you've been in the trenches and doing it for so long, it's just cool to like hear that that side of it. If that makes sense. Yeah, because I think uh, one of the funniest things about comedy is the business itself. Oh yeah, it's uh, so. That's weird because it like, makes other comedians be your fan. Right. Um, and then the audience likes it too, but sometimes they're like, I don't know what this guy's been talking about. Right. But, but it's always fun when you can get them to see, like, the way that I always explain it, it's so different from any other type of industry. I feel like rock stars and actors have so much more, like, I don't know, like, they're able to be more professional with it. The saying that I always use that I came up with is we're, like, infants, like, in suits trying to be adults, but really we're just, Uh we can't be. We're (laughs) just not. Like, I get way too much, like, I always had to remind myself, this isn't, like, a totally negative thing, but it's, like, you have to lower your expectations with comedy. Oh, yeah. I, I think I came into comedy filled with all sorts of horror Yeah, now. of course. And I'm like, you know what? If literally anything good happens, I'll take it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but uh, I, I know this is like such a question that everyone asks, but like, when did you start doing stand-up? I uh,
1: technically started doing stand-up in like the mid-2000s.
0: I've regretted it ever since. I mean, I I started in, well, I started doing stand up in 2015. And yeah. Yeah, it's funny because I started doing uh, with improv, like local improv in 2009 ish, when I was like 15, 16, because there was no, like, real, plus my age, but also, like, there just was no real scene until, like, a couple years later. So, like, to me, it's always so weird to be doing this long and like, you know, just have so much experience of it and, you know, it's so relatable with just everything that you talk about with, yeah, with doing and it. like, I started doing comedy, I guess, it was kind of like an in-between time, it was like, long after the old comedy boom had ended, right? Like, before like, I guess sort of the next comedy boom, if you want to call it that. Right, yeah, I know so, what you mean. It was kind of just this business that, like, nobody knew what to do with it. But it was still going. Right. And it's interesting to hear you talk about, like, I don't mean to interrupt you or anything, but uh, the, uh, the, like, post-COVID thing is so interesting now. I always talk about it. I always feel like such, like, a weird old guy talking about it. Like, even though I'm only 29, it's like, we used to talk, we used to have audience members. Like, (laughs) we used to have that. There's so many people that start nowadays that aren't used to that anymore. It's like oh well, it's funny because there's this whole like group of people who started doing comedy uh, on the internet. Yeah, and it's like and then uh,
1: you know and then we're doing like you know shows on rooftops or like right. next to a dumpster.
0: <laughs> I thought that was like one of the one of the coolest things. Like it was really cool, but it also made me realize like we were more. It seemed like comedian for war. Well, like. Adjusted than like athletes, like athletes couldn't wait to get back. <laughs> like comedians were like, "We'll do it however we will do. Well, I, well, it's simultaneously
1: like, "Oh wow, comedy really, uh, you know, found a way to make things work."
0: And on the, on the one hand, it's like that's really impressive. And on the other hand, it's like, "Oh, do we still have severe mental problems?" <laughs> right. Exactly. It's like <laughs> I need I this validation now. A joke for multiple weeks. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it can It's always that thing now It's like You yeah. know Constantly wanting stage time Is a big You know Big thing And it's like You know I think that's one of the hardest things Is you know You, you get enough Good at it You're just like You can't stop You're like Okay I need this more <laughs> Like <laughs> Yeah It's it, like kind of insane Cause like You're like almost never satisfied Like No You know You have like a, a bunch of great shows And you're like Yeah but then there's always more shows and right they're not all gonna be
1: great and it's like once those next wave of shows are just like okay you're just like well now i need some
0: good ones again it's just an endless cycle that you're, you can't get ahead of even though it's fun as hell but right at the same time, you're like oh god what, what 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 do i need here right and with your your material what i always like is you have a very like i don't know if a Arabic because the right word or like it's very like it's it's negative, but not in a, like, too negative way, if that makes sense. Like, it's funny negative, I guess, if that makes sense. Would you kind of agree yeah. that it sort of to that way? I totally agree. Um, although, yeah, I'm like, I guess I'm negative, but at the same time, I feel like I'm not negative in a way that I'm depressing people. No, 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 it's... Or making it, them want to not pursue comedy. It's more it's of a i like, car- no, I'm trying to stop people from doing comedy. Right, well, it, you know... It, Brings out a lot of catharsis. You know, I think that's what it is with comedy. is like, you know, you're connecting with people. That's the main gist of it, is trying to connect with people and get sort of your jokes in that way. And I just think yeah. it's, it can be very tough because, like, to me, I'm always that way of, like... I come off as a very positive person in, like, public. And, like, I'm always like, I don't know why. I think it's just because I smile, like, unintentionally. <laughs> like, I'm way more negative than people think. <laughs> it's like... I'm always drawn to that sort of that sort of comedy, I guess. I've I've loved that. I mean uh I don't like to uh compare anyone to anything. I don't know if you've ever gotten this. Have you ever gotten uh know who Orney Adams is? Yes, of course. Yeah, he's an amazing comic. You remind me of him a lot. Like, I don't know if that's a positive thing to you oh, or not, no. but he's You know, I like his stuff a lot and I got like a similar vibe yeah. of just being able to bring oh, well, up I was that rage. About to start doing comedy. Uh, I
1: watched, you know, comedian. Mm-hmm. The Jerry Seinfeld. that yeah. Orny Adams was in. and I was like, "Oh wow, this guy's a jackass." Right.
0: I just remember, you know, it's it's so it's so weird. It's all the like boomer comics came out with all these terrible specials, and he came out with one that was like good, like that a good great. version of that, and it was like. It was like, everyone's ripping off him. <laughs> like, uh. you know? But it's, it's so hard to find like what you are doing on stage. You know, like to me, I just figured out like you, you try so hard to culminate this style that you think you are. Like I'm very self-deprecating on stage, which is works a little bit. But nowadays people are way more nicer. So I have to be like navigate it. I have to be like, it's not a hate crime to laugh at this. You
1: know? I don't really believe this about myself. Right.
0: It's like, and then you you also have to take those, those, like, those notes of like, okay, this is, maybe this sounds too sad, or maybe this sounds like, you know, it's not coming off the right way. It's all about how you sort of project yourself and put out that, you know, whatever you're working with and what you want to do. Yeah. Um...
1: And you know, despite uh, as negative as I could be on stage or about comedy, I feel like actually I feel like I just had a, like a stretch where like multiple people in comedy were just like Joe Pantel is one of the nicest guys in comedy, and I was like, "How dare you!" <laughs> did not mean to put that out into the world. <laughs> I have to fire my PR person.
0: Right. I
1: was like, yeah, a lot of good it's doing, mate."
0: Right, but you know, I I think it's really just cool that you know, you, you get to do it now. Like, that's a, one of the things I always envy with people is just getting to do it more and more. You know, I think that's basically, like, the dream is, like, being able to do it more because it can be so tough to, like, to to get that sort of heat behind you. Like, do you feel... Like, I know you, you mentioned you started in uh, Long Island area, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, when you started, we like... How were the comedy clubs like back then? Were they pretty... Like, what was the atmosphere like? I'm always interested in that. Oh, um... So, you know,
1: like I said, it was, like, some time after, like, the comedy boom had ended, so... Mm -hmm. I felt like there was, like, a sadness. (laughs) Like, you know, because you're, like, performing in these comedy clubs that uh, were around since, like, the 80s, and I feel like at that point hadn't really changed much. They were just kind of, like not sure what they were doing, and, uh, because all the comedy clubs, like, on Long Island then got bought by new people around, like, 2010 or something, Mm -hmm. and they all got, like, modernized and, you know, sexy and, you know, getting different acts in there,
0: right,
1: and, uh, so, so it's, like, a weird scene, because, like, you know, you were dealing with people who, uh, you know, I guess had been around a while and, uh, who were funny, but, tragic, and then you're killing, of course, with, like, the new crop of comedians who are all completely insane. Um, So I didn't know what to expect. I remember going into comedy and being, like, very negative, like, being just very, like, instantly adjective and just instantly,
0: like, disliking anybody I met. <laughs> right, it can be so tough. You know, I, I always, I used to, you know, you got a lot of talk this from my friends, but, like, I like talking about this and not to start any type of drama or anything specifically. I just find it interesting as a person who deals with social anxiety and stuff of like, you know, comedians are a lot like that. Like, we're not very social people. Like, we we sort of come into our own, like, we're not the person at the party that's like usually, you know, the life of the party. We're usually the person in the corner that's going to make fun of the people that are doing that. We're like, right. you know. Like, I'm almost terrible in groups. I don't have right. to say it's Because, like, like, I can't, if I feel like I can't, like, get a word in, I'm just right. like, well, wow, I'm, done. I'm done with this now. And then, you know, stand-up is so great because you get that spotlight on you, and then you're like, oh, this is all me now. <laughs> and, yeah. And it gets addicting. It's like being an extroverted introvert. Yeah, you know? it's totally the same. That's how I feel. It's, like, totally that way. But like, okay. Yeah, I, it's like, well, I'll, I'll talk to hundreds of people at once, but then, you
1: know, put me in a group with, like, three other people, and I'm just like, mm, this
0: yeah. is because, like, you want to jump in with whatever you want to say, and it's like, this doesn't fit in. <laughs> this is not, you right. know? Without
1: becoming, like, just a
0: loud mouth. Right. Blurting things out and giving no one else a chance. Right. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, that's how podcasts were invented. Exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's so crazy just to, to do it. And, um, so with that area, of like, of people, like, uh, Who were sort of the people that you came up with? Was there anyone, like, kind of was really cool to you that you sort of, like, hung in with, like, real quick?
1: Uh, oh, God. (laughs) I guess I started around the same time as, like, uh, a few vaguely famous people. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember, I didn't know Amy Schumer, but I guess we sort of ran in the same place. You're, like, in that
0: vicinity. Yeah, I understand what you mean with that.
1: yeah. And then, uh, I feel like most of the people I started with have, uh, either quit or moved to L.A. and sort of quit, uh, um, in <laughs> comedy-wise, like, yeah. which is very weird. I feel like most of my, like, closer friends in comedy are people that I've met in, like, the last, like, five or ten years, maybe.
0: Right, that makes sense, yeah. But, yeah. It's, it can always so be, it's, like, it's, I don't, I don't yeah. mean to interrupt for the end, but, uh, yeah, what were you going <laughs> I'm sorry. I
1: was gonna, I was gonna say I, I guess my longest tenured comedy friend, he's still doing it, but he lives in North Carolina now. Ah. So that just goes to show you, like everybody I came up with is just like not around. So I kind of just well, it's kind of weird because like every few years in comedy, I feel like there's a new wave of people, old people kind of like leave or just I don't know, maybe
0: get tired of each other. Who knows? Right. And then um, you know you find like a new group and right. There you go that's one of my like favorite things is like finding new people like to always hang around and like I don't drive so I've always been very lucky to like you know ride with different comedians and I become friends with them and it's like you know the people that I've always like sort of hung around they've always been different styles of comedians so I learned how to like write in those styles and like be around them like uh, the first guy that I hung out with a lot he, he's a one-liner comic his name is John Beecroft he's very very like Mitch Hedberg style stuff. And then it's like, you know, some of my other friends are darker humor, so it's like you learn how to write that and you learn how to like waver through those those styles. Really really fun. Right. Yeah. yeah. And just hanging out with comics is such a weird, you know, a weird uh like aspect of it, you know, you yeah, it's like fun because like you go on like a road trip with another comedian. Like, yeah. Even if you only like
1: kind of know them, I feel like nine times out of ten, it's going to be you know nonstop conversation where all you're doing is you know crapping
0: on the business. Right.
1: Exactly.
0: And, and like you
1: could just even if you're just talking about like the same stuff you've talked about with every other comedian, it doesn't matter. Like you right. just
0: it just like oh yeah, just get, put this in my veins. Yeah. Right. <laughs> get to this gig. It's always fun to get that like that. Thing. And I I saw that you have a lot of of gigs on your on your website. I saw that you you pretty much like do like I guess the three like major things you do. New York, you do New Jersey, you do like Philly. You're like oh everything, and you also do a lot of um, like sketch comedy. Do you have an acting background? Uh yeah, technically.
1: Mm-hmm. Um You know, well that's kind of why I got into comedy in the first place. Is like I wanted to you know be on tv i'd rather like doing a sketch show or hosting a talk show or something or you know having a uh, sitcom slash you know some kind of show about life. Right. and uh you know and the goal shifts every few years oh <laughs> so yeah that I, makes, makes sense you know, i mean totally possible. but um yeah because i uh you know growing up i don't think i necessarily wanted to do stand-up i think i just wanted to make people laugh on tv or movies yeah. or whatever and then uh and I talked about this in my last special I you know Se- I was a big fan of Seinfeld and I was yeah. like well what did Seinfeld do <laughs> right. and you know he started doing comedy on Long Island and New York City and then got discovered and then and I was like oh okay I'll just do that right <laughs> you know, the most difficult uh low chance of happening thing
0: so right.
1: that's kind of how I but you. But then I got hooked on it and it's like you know what are you gonna
0: do like right you know, it, so that's why I do things on the
1: side because you have to do things on the side oh like, yeah for sure you know nobody you're not gonna blow up doing a show you know in New York City or Jersey or anywhere um you know like you'll blow up because someone sees you like do some dumb video on right. the internet and even that's only a baby so
0: and then that's that's good because it's just like it's it correlates people to come see you more. So that's like, that's the one thing that's probably good about it is you sort of have that, that resource of like, okay, people can see me online and then they can come see me do this other thing that's similar. It's like, I'm still doing comedy. It's like, you sort of bring them in. So, I mean, and I think it's very great to do that. Cause like, to me, I'm, I'm always on myself with that I don't post a whole lot of online content as much as I should. Cause so I'm always like, I want to do more, like the, game, the name of the game is just do more quantity, like over anything and to me I'm like, I don't want to put up something that's like a shitty video <laughs> I'm like I'm like Oh yeah. And well that's one thing that I
1: liked not, not to be terrible, yeah but liked about, you know,
0: the whole COVID thing
1: and that, you know, there was less comedy to do. So I was oh, like, yeah. well now I can focus
0: on doing these other things and right. I'd like to think like, I'm still
1: maintaining like the same amount of like output. If anything I'm doing More videos because now I feel obligated. I'm like, I gotta get something
0: out. Like, once a week, you know. Right. It seems like you're doing that, which is great. Like, it's just it's really cool to have that. And it seems like you're like you you put an effort into it. You're wearing outfits. You're doing stuff. It's like you know that takes time. You know, it's like yeah, I have characters. I
1: have enemies. I have yeah. I have a, a negative production budget.
0: Yeah, you'll put everything into it. So that's really cool. Like. Do you have any type of, like, improv or sketch-like thing that you sort of did while you were doing stand-up or anything? Um, I took,
1: like, one uh, like acting class back in
0: the day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've always just kind of been good at, you know, being, like, a comedic actor. Right. Um,
1: so, it's just, you know, I, I feel like I'm mostly self-taught in everything. I've just taken a few, like, notes throughout the years.
0: That's so cool to be able to do that. sketch writing and um, acting and, you know. I feel
1: like the the most painful notes are like comedy notes because at the time you're like, screw you, who do you think you are? Right. You you go home and think about it and you're like, yeah, you know what, maybe they made a point.
0: (laughs) Right. You just want, like, you want to do it on your... There's a, a, like, thing where you want to do it on your own a little bit. Like, I've never been one of those people, like, I always kind of get, like, not criticized, but like, I don't have any problem with people who do, like, take, like, comedy classes, like, but it's never been my thing, and, like, to me, I'm just, like, I liked, I, I love that I learned how to write, like, by myself, I learned how to do everything on my own, (laughs) it's, like, I kind of like that learning experience of, like, I literally did not, like, technically know how to write a joke for two years, and I taught myself how to do that, last year, I, (laughs) last year I focused on getting more, like, physical on stage, and, like, you know, stuff like that. It's like once you can figure out, like, sort of putting pieces together yourself, it's really, really cool just to see how you evolve. Like, do you watch – do you go Do you go back and watch yourself, like, older material or do you sort of just push forward? Which sort of corner uh, Well, a couple of things. Uh, I
1: think it's funny that you said, you know, you didn't know how to write a joke for two years. When I first started, I had this delusion of I was just going to do – I was just going to riff on
0: stage oh, right, <laughs> on each show and you know, I mean you know I would have things
1: that I wanted to talk about but I was just like yeah but that would never quite work out the way I wanted it to and then after like maybe six months to a year of that, I was like all right watch well, it at least have a few <laughs> regular things I do
0: right and yeah then, it's you know, tough to I find think? that to find that like some people I feel get it right away that's what I'm always envious of the people that sort of get the the pattern right away. To me, it was like, I just always had the like, the setup, like the really weird setup. And I was like, I need to find like the ending to punch like things, then the punchline. And it was like, once I learned to do that, it was like, okay, now I have this sort of narrative to to work around. And I still try and find yeah. stuff. Like one, talking about uh, like one-liner comics, one of the things that, like that I really envy about them is they have a musicality-like approach to their stand It's very rhythmic, which I envy, because it's like, mm-hmm. I wish that I could have more of that. Because so I have some jokes that are, like, have a little bit of a pattern and rhythm, but for the most part, it's like, I'm just basically like a, like a bull in the china shop, <laughs> like very, like, just <laughs> trying to figure stuff out, not, like... Yeah, kind of same. But like, I don't even ever, like playing what I'm going to do on stage. <laughs> right, it's like, you can try. Two things I want to do, and I will kind of just vibe out the audience. Right, you can try and do that, but it's just like, the audience is just there. And to me, like, my thing, I never felt comfortable, I never did, like, any type of Zoom stuff, because it just didn't feel like how I did comedy. Like, everything I did was just, like, off the audience. It's like, that audience reaction is so, like, paramount to what I do. I was just like... If I don't see them, like, how am I supposed to know what what to add, what to take away, what to, you know, right. what to do? Well, you, you want
1: to hear a full uh, nightmare
0: scenario? Yeah, sure. I, uh I, like, uh, I don't know, it was like May 2021, I got booked
1: to perform on Zoom for a college, mm-hmm. and for some reason, the person running the show was like, okay, we're going to mute everyone in the audience.
0: So I was literally performing the silence for an hour. Oh, my God. I would have been... <laughs> I would have been like... I had to keep being like, if you're enjoying this, please leave a comment. <laughs> right. I would have been so angry if that ever happened to me. I would be like, no, that's not, <laughs> that's not what I do. <laughs> I'd be so mad. <laughs> yeah, I can just... But, you know, that's a, the that's a, that's a really weird thing is, like, we sort of have our expectations of like what is good and then people who are around comedy or like aren't around it and just like you are doing a show or starting something or anything really you have to deal with people who don't know like really how comedy works and it's always that tough navigation of like you kind of try and keep a level head about stuff because like i just think like someone like you probably you know you did that you 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 took that to in stride and you probably made it work. I don't know if I'd be able to do that. And I killed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um...
1: And the worst part is they paid me with a check and it was made out to Pontillo Comedy. Uh, <laughs> let me cash it. Oh,
0: party. my God. <laughs> that makes sense, though, that they... Yeah, well, my like email that.
1: address. And I'm like, why would you make it out to my email address? <laughs> <Yeah>, they <it was,
0: laughs>
1: said they didn't put at Gmail on it. But right. <laughs> weirder.
0: Right. So Seinfeld was a major uh, influence of yours, right? Was there, uh, were there other, there probably were other people. Who were your people when you started like getting into stand-up, I guess, like as doing it, who were people that you sort of followed into next that you sort of liked watching? And um, I didn't watch a ton of stand-up, which
1: mm. is kind of weird. Like, you know, I watched a few of the basics, like, right. you know, Chris Rock and
0: Kevin yeah. James. And just before I, like, was gonna start doing stand up. I caught Lewis Black on Comedy Central, and I was like, "Oh, that's like the performance style I want to do." On right? Yeah, that's really all it was. I literally was just like I want to do comedy. <laughs> when right? I do a TV show. Once oh, you see that I narrative, really want to perform it? Yeah, but that was
1: basically my entire process.
0: Yeah, that's. That's really cool though, that you were able to like, just sort of jump right into it and find, you know your way through it I think that's one of the toughest things is you know forging that is like okay I'm doing this because one of the things that we don't have as like any other artist is you have to constantly prove you're doing stand-up when you're performing does that make sense like I always feel like like no guitar no musician has to go on stage and constantly remind people what they're doing you'd be like, this is comedy. <laughs> it might not yeah, look like it. Music, imagine a musician in the middle of a set just being like, you guys are fun. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm a musician. I, I hope this is apparent. <laughs> but this time, I guess not. Sorry. Like, right. I, a song can't bomb, can it? Bomb? No, it's like, that's one of the like hardest things. It's so like, it's also so much personal based. It's like, you know, if, if you have a, like, bad impression off stage of if anyone has bad like impression of you off stage it's really tough to like earn that on stage. You know? I mean Session can do that. They can just like they can be a total dick but then they can go on and be good at the guitar. It's like, no, this is predicated on you liking <laughs> me. At least enough to hear my stupid jokes. You know? Uh but um it's cool like when you were doing when the first uh uh album uh was that, like, I'm always so curious because I've been trying to write my own thing for a while. And I'm just, like, curious how did you set that up? Was that, like, a lot of material that you, was there some material that you started with that was in that? Or was it mostly just your current stuff?
1: Um, so, like, the first, like, 10 or 12 minutes was all, like, new stuff. Kind of, like, stories about comedy mm-hmm. that I had, uh... Well, I'd been doing a podcast before that, and the podcast was called Comedy Socks, which I just used as, like, a place to, like, talk about, like, some old comedy stories, and, like, the right. more I was doing that, the more I was like, you know, it'd probably be really funny to just, like, somehow put some of these into my act, right? and then, you know, over, like, the next year or so, I was like, you know what, I should just... Take like a quote-unquote special or album and you know put these stories in it because i think that'd be really funny and fascinating right so i opened with all that and then basically the rest of it was kind of almost like just emptying the tank of like every you know joke i'd been doing maybe for the last like four or five years mm-hmm. and then um yeah that's that's basically how that one came together It was kind of like, it was kind of like a normal set for me, where I'm like, okay, I want to open with these, like, you know, 10 to 12 minutes, and then after that, we'll kind of just see what happens.
0: Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's...
1: But I made sure to cover, like, everything. That
0: makes sense, though, to be able to do that. Like, to me, it's just a weird, like, I guess, it's really been, like, you know, I've been doing Sam for, like, almost, like, eight years. And the funny thing is, like, in the past three years, I've been trying to write this thing, and it's so funny because, like, I want to make it, like, a narrative, but you don't want it to be, like, a one-man show type of thing, but you want it to also have, like, a structure to it. So it can be, like, (laughs) you know, I just want to be, like, sometimes I want to just be, like, I just want to do the jokes. I don't want to put it in this type of weird order of... Yeah, I do to do a silly voice, rich joke. (laughs) Yeah, like, each thing is this. It's, but it's always cool just to find that, like, thing. And also, um, talking about your family a lot in, uh, your comedy, like, you can do specific specifically more in your, uh, in your first album, the, uh, um, the, n- delete, your delete your account, which is, I thought that was, like, great, the whole entire thing you talked about with your parents, because it can be, it can be really tough, like, to get, sort of, family to understand what you're doing. Like, even if you're supportive, just to, sort of, get it, like, yes. My, uh, well,
1: my dad actually did comedy for like five minutes in the early 80s. Oh, really? Which, wow, that's and, cool. And I, and I feel like, um, <laughs> he didn't think I was very funny until he saw me on stage the first time. Mm-hmm. And then from that point on, he thought that was hilarious. Um, so, cause I didn't like, when I first started doing comedy, I didn't, uh, it was kind of a secret. <laughs> right. And I then, like, it somehow sense. my family found out and they were like this is not cool why you know I did comedy this ah, is my joke book <laughs> please these jokes won't work anymore but, uh, <laughs> and then uh, and then I was like alright well I'm doing the show at Caroline's July whatever you know come to the, and I need 20 people to come <laughs> to come to that one right um, and, which was so funny I remember doing that show and you know, and it was one of, the, like,
0: maybe that was, like, my eighth or tenth show ever. Right. I killed, I killed, I killed it at the time, whatever. Right. And, I know what you uh, mean. You like remember being, like, on a high, and I'm getting off stage, and then someone coming up to me and being like, hey, that was great. Do you want to buy a take of your set for $50? And I was like, I'll take two. <laughs> right. Yeah. I did, the, uh, I did the bringer show thing for a while, like, when I was, like, I guess a year and a half in and it was cool because like the thing was i could bring my family and like the way that i always rationalized it was well i'm performing at a club which is great and like i get to be on a stage with all these comedians that i love have been performing on and it it gave me like a, like i had like a strategy i was like i work out all these stuff at Mike's and then i go and do this one big performance in front of my family <laughs> It's like you know yeah. and it was cool because like And it was also cool because the audience was always pretty much different, so it was like, I could do like, I could do normal, I would do newer stuff, but like it wasn't bad if I did like older stuff because it was like no one ever seen me before, so it was, but it was it was a weird thing that I did for a while, and I just look at it now, like I look back at these videos, I'm like, why did anyone? Let me talk for like six, seven, <laughs> <laughs> with like yeah.
1: <laughs> three punch
0: lines. <laughs> it's, it's like now if I had that opportunity, like I crush it. But <laughs> like back then, it's like why did they give me so much time. <laughs> Dude. Well, <I'm> like, <laughs> so, I feel like my performance style, like when I started, like either it would go great or it would go terrible. <laughs> so, like, right, you always had that split second of like. To me, I think one of the one of the great one of the things I always envy about people is people being able to, uh, like have that pause and have that timing of like, okay, it doesn't have to be like laughter every single second. Like you have that timing. To me, I'm always like, I always get stuck. I'm like, I want the laugh every single second. I want <laughs> every. I want to hear the biggest, that. Uh, the biggest change for me, I feel like,
1: you know, the first like I don't know five, six, seven years of doing comedy, like, even if I was doing great, if, like, one joke didn't work or missed, yes. I feel like I would just, like,
0: lose confidence and be like, well, they're just never gonna laugh again. Right, exactly. Um, but,
1: at a certain point, I was like, no, you idiot. <laughs> it just happens. And right. Then, you know, turn up the, you know, turn it up for the next one and then get them right back. Right. But early on, you can't, you're just like, oh my god, What? Oh, is this it? Am I... Am I done? Does this crowd hate me now? And it's just, it's not. It's just like sometimes a joke doesn't hit. Right. Not you
0: can do. And it's, it's like most of the time, like, of course it depends, but mostly if you're doing a show, like people want to be there. I think that's one of the things that we always can forget a lot is we sort of think like, oh, it's going to all be over. It's all going to be bad. Like when we don't do like well but then you're like no people are here they want to have a good time like as long as there's not like it happens nowadays a whole lot with like crowd work and stuff and people trying to do like stuff now like i i've been talking about this a lot like with people because this so popular now like people doing crowd work videos and stuff oh
1: yeah it's so funny because i remember like audience members used to be like uh, I don't want to sit
0: up front because the comedian's going to talk to me. Right. And having mean, to be like, no, oh, no, no, they won't talk to you unless you talk to them. And that's like... And now it's just like, honestly, I
1: don't know what's going to happen. I might do crowd work on you
0: right now. Yeah. <laughs> and that's our... And that's the weird thing about, like, being in the state of, like, New Jersey is, like, that's where, like, it's very popular is that style of just, like, roasting the audience. And I've never been that way. I'm always, like... Why why have yeah, the worst I don't, I don't like talking to the audience. Like, like you to know, me I absolutely yeah. have to. To me my thing is I, I always say now, like sort of the joke that I sort of came up with to explain my terrible attitude towards it is if the audience was funny, they'd be up here. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, exactly. it's, it's why it's why I did this. I, well, I like the I like the crowd work clips
1: that are like they're not even saying anything funny. It's just
0: like Right you know, Hey, so are you two dating? Right. Oh, I let that. Oh, I let that. Oh, nobody knows. They don't know. Right. Or... (laughs) It's like... Also, like, I
1: just... Whenever, like, I'm on stage performing, like, I'm in a
0: zone. Right. So, like, with some... And then maybe this makes me sound
1: nuts, but, like, if something, like, breaks me out of that zone, like, I can't talk to the audience. (laughs) Yeah. Because
0: it's tough, because I think you, like, I think we spend so much time culminating our jokes. We spend so much time working on our jokes that it can be hard for, to sort of break that barrier, and be like, okay, and sometimes, and of course you have to do that with comedy, and like, any type of performing, I guess, is to sort of let the audience in, and make it like, comfortable, and I never want to be just like, shouting my jokes at people, but like, it's that, it's tough, because it's very popular now, that people see these, and it's such a weird thing, like, that we sort of, we don't want hecklers, but yet we, we encourage all these type of, you know, audience participation videos. It's like, this is false yeah, advertising. Yeah, the audience is, is dangerous. Like, you don't want yeah. them shouting out stuff. Yeah. You, don't, you want to like, give them that door of like, yeah, just you yell stuff out. Like, right. go to an improv show. Right. It's like, <laughs>
1: that's what that's for. Yeah.
0: It's like, you gotta, you gotta, and also like, I think people just like the, that lets to see the comedian like, either control the room. It's like, It's like, do they want you to win or do they not? Do they want you to, like, are they rooting for you to do well or are they rooting for themselves to ruin the show? It's like... (laughs) Well, you're right. Well, the audience is very judgy. Yeah. I I remember one
1: time some guy came up to me on your show and he's like, you know, you walked on stage, I was like, this guy's not going to be funny. But then you started talking and I'm like, he's
0: funny. And I'm like, you've judged me before I even spoke. (laughs) Right, yeah. I mean, it's so tough, you know, to to have that thing. and. To me, it's always, like, I have, I talk about it a lot on page, I have a very odd state presence because I'm doing it so long, and the only thing that really holds me back is my, like, outer, like, social anxiety stuff, and, like, but once people feel, realize, like, that I can do it, it's, like, after the first, like, impression, it's, like, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> it's always so funny, like, I have this thing now I'm trying to get better at, is, like, if... A random, like, audience member, like, compliments me on my set. I'm always so gracious. But when, like, a comedian, like, compliments me on my set, I'm like, I do this. Like, I've been doing this for a while. (laughs) I gotta get better at being both appreciative to both lenses of it. Like, whenever there's a stranger, I'm like, yes, thank you so much. (laughs) I feel like one of the
1: earliest uh, compliments you'll get in comedy is, like someone who doesn't necessarily say you were funny or great but they'll just be like takes a lot of balls
0: oh yeah of course (laughs) and
1: which it's like which just sounds like you know like you were good but i couldn't do this
0: right and a lot of that is like that's the the weird thing about performing in general with i think anything is people just say like oh i can't do that and To me, it's, like, that's one of the things I always debate now. I've been having this thing in my head, and I've kind of talked about this. I I want to get your sort of thoughts on it. Do you feel that comedy is, like, a talent? Or, like, something that you can sort of, like, learn? Or is it something that you can, like, improve on?
1: I mean, I think it's, um... Well, it's weird, because there's, like, different levels of it, you know? Like, anyone could be funny, per se, but... There's, like, a difference between, like, oh, I can go on stage and make people laugh or I can make people laugh in, uh, you know, in either a conversation or, you know, in a scene or something. Right. Than just being, like, oh, I'm the funny guy at work.
0: Or, you know, I was the funny guy in high school, class clown, and now I sell, uh, you
1: know, patio furniture. Right. So it's, like, a weird thing because theoretically, like, anyone can do
0: it. Right.
1: But at the same time, like, there's so many, like, factors and layers into it that, like, oh, yeah. you know, it takes a special kind of, like, focus and, uh, like, talent, I guess. Oh, yeah. It's talent. And at I the think same it's... time, it's, like, something you could just, like, develop on the fly.
0: Right. And I think also it just comes from doing, you know, if you do it enough times and you do it enough times in sort of hard places, that sort of makes it, you know, that's where you sort of get it. You're like, okay. You know, yeah. I think the best way to to get good at comedy fast is just to do all the worst shows you can. Right, exactly. (laughs) It's like like a six month period. It's like once you can get past that, because you get sort of comfortable with your own skin and you know how how people are. And I think like that's one of the like the best things. Like uh, you sort of mentioned like going up on like the flying stuff. Are you the same way with like sort of your your feelings too? Like for me, I'm always like I'm not. Like, I don't go on stage and, like, if I'm upset that day, like, I have a very bad, like, thing of hiding it. Like, I'll just be, like, in my mood when I'm on stage. I've been curious about how people deal with that. Like, if you have, like, a bad day, are you able to go on stage and sort of, like, okay, I'm going to do my set. Not really, like, or do you bring that attitude of whatever happened that day?
1: Uh, Well, well, I always have a negative attitude going on stage anyway, so it kind of works. No, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, as anything, I feel like <laughs> sometimes when I've had, like, something terrible going on or, you know, just feeling bad, I feel like sometimes those are, like, the best
0: sets in a weird oh, way. Oh, yeah. It just like, brings that. balances out.
1: It's like, oh, yeah, but I'm great at comedy, so who cares if everything else in my life is
0: Right, really exactly. Awkward. You've written that. So, um, you mentioned your, uh, your family a whole lot, like, in, them, um, doing are they, uh, they're still super supportive and everything. They uh did they uh Yeah, my dad uh still
1: comes like I do a show in my hometown like every like maybe like five or six weeks. He still comes to every single one. Uh I think she ran the door at one of the shows <laughs> when I awesome. needed somebody. Uh my mom doesn't like comedy. I don't know if you remember the joke.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's really yeah she'll <laughs> it can be tough <laughs> always to say things like the community went up before you have your everyday job and i'm like oh, right exactly. uh,
1: she's she's kind of brutal but she does find me amusing that was like the compliment yeah i got after taking
0: my last special it's like one of my sisters was like even mom was laughing and i'm like oh all right i guess i wasn't right yeah so. that's great to that's great to hear you know it's it's so tough you know to sort of have that, you know, to make people understand, like, what you're doing. It's like, okay, I'm doing this well. I'm, like, good at this. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You
1: know? Right. Don't want to see
0: it all the time, but when right. you
1: do, when I come see you, you're good. So that's right. so better than the other people. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. So um, I just want to get everything, straight. Like, you have, uh, what are the series now that you're working on on your uh, Instagram and YouTube and stuff? The like reoccurring, lake sketches.
1: Um, I haven't done like a reoccurring one per se recently. I the ones I have done, I used to do what well, I'll do it probably again at some point. But I do like comedians in cars for no particular reason. Right. Which is basically like a screw for the science show. Yeah. Um, and then another one is, uh, Pontillo and Associates, which is just a lawyer or, or an internet lawyer. Sorry. He only deals with internet based, uh, slice. <laughs> right. And then, uh, I don't know. Everything else is kind of just like, uh, whatever comes to me. I think that's like just the fun way to do it. Like it was literally, for some reason I watched a bunch of Martha Stewart recently and I was like, I should do a cooking show.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. and I was like, oh, "That was good." <laughs> I thought it was something else. It was Like, you know, it's, yeah, it's it can be so tough to have that gamble. but, okay, is this gonna, you know, it's gonna work? You know, because you can well, do you, it. You just never know, like, yeah, people
1: are gonna go crazy
0: for right.
1: And then you know, and then you're posting it on multiple platforms. Like, right. I feel like whenever something does really well on TikTok, it doesn't do great
0: anywhere else. I can't explain that. No, magic. yeah, yeah, it's... but that happens. <laughs> You know, and I've also just
1: been like uh, dropping clips from my uh, my last special, which some of them have done so well. I I kind of can't believe it.
0: But yeah, I mean, you have yeah. some you have some really great you know the really great stuff. Like I I really liked it when I I re listened to it because I I had to watch your new one because I. Uh, I started and I was like, I got to finish this before I do the interview. You'd be a total dick if I did <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I watched it. And I didn't. It was like, no, you gotta watch this. And I thought it was great. Both of them, you know, it was just, you know, it's, it's always interesting, like how people come up with the names and stuff. Like when I figured out, like when I remembered the delete your account thing, what that came from, I was like, okay, that, that makes sense. And like, Actively, you know, coming up with a name for it can be really, really tough, like, for what you're doing, because you're like, that wasn't, it didn't feel like that was, was that pre-planned a whole lot, those two, like, names that you sort of used for your shows? I feel like Delete Your Account was was planned for a while. I think the working title for the most recent one was
1: Another Hour of Shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then as it got, like, was I actually, like, officially planned it? I was like, no. I think I just like
0: jokingly said, no one asked for this. No one, one asked. I was like, yeah. You know what?
1: That's probably good.
0: Yeah. And it just it works, like you know. And it seemed like with the uh, where did you uh, do the um do the recent one?
1: Oh, I did the recent one at this place called the the Barnum Ballroom,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is a really a music venue on Long Island. That's actually, uh, I had done a show there, um, over the last summer and, um, it's owned by like the father of somebody I went to high school with. And then like, um, this guy I shot a movie with was like, Hey, do you want to do a comedy special? I was like, well, no one's asking for it, but maybe it's time. And I was like, all right. And I immediately thought of that
0: place. Cause I'm like, they've got the really cool red backdrop. Right. You know, and then,
1: uh, you know, I was like, it'll probably be an easy thing to
0: set up because, like, they know me. Right. But, you know, they didn't charge me anything. Oh, and that's great. Like, yeah, you know, we'll just take food and drink from the night. And then uh, they also promoted themselves. They gave away some free tickets, which is kind of cool. Right, that's uh, that's great. You know, they were have gave out a few more free tickets, but still <laughs> Um So yeah, and um so that's how that all kinda of just came yeah. together. And it seemed like the audience was really like great with it. It just seemed like it seemed very supportive in a way that I just think is like so tough to find now with audiences. i just like yeah, you know, I think it's funny that like somehow like these two people were situated right up front, and I don't know how they're in like every shot, but <laughs> yeah, they like <laughs> they're, always, they're loving you it. You can like tell how the show's going just based on their reaction. Yeah, and it's great to see cause, like I I'm talking about this a lot. Like it, it feels like sometimes a lot of times with comedies, like you kind of sort of have to teach an audience how to be an audience in a way, and yes. like. It can be very tough. It's like, you know, they don't have any ill, like, intentions. So people just sometimes don't know how to behave at a comedy show. And Yes, which is always
1: interesting. But, you know, it like, it goes both ways. I feel like with an audience, like, you have to win them over quickly.
0: And yeah, like, for sure. And if the host
1: sure. doesn't win them over, then it's up to the first comic. If the first comic doesn't win them over, then it's up to the second comic, you know?
0: Did you, uh, Did you have an opener? For that Uh, show? Yeah, I actually had uh, a host and two openers on that show. And then the first one I did, I just had um, a host and one opener. So, yeah.
1: So they cracked it open. It was all good. Yeah, that's great. You know, do the fake thing where it's like, oh, here comes Joe, even though I'm obviously right behind the curtain.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool, though. Like, did uh, you pick them out and everything? Like... The people who did both those, like you picked them, or were they? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, they I I did a audition. Oh, that's <laughs> did cool. A live audition. No kidding. I just yeah. So, you know, one person was uh, one of my good friends in comedy, and then you
0: know the other two were just like yeah, uh, who's available. Right, but at least you got them there to do that. That's really cool. Like you know, it's it's so interesting to see that nowadays. Like I talk about listening to comedy all the time on. Spotify, but, like, it's super huge now for, like, comedians that have been doing it, you know, no matter if they've been doing it, like, five years or, like, ten, people are coming out now with, like, comedy specials on YouTube, and, like, it's working for them. I I did not
1: know that dropping a special on YouTube was
0: such a big thing right now. Yeah, it's a big thing. And I remember being like, oh, this is, like, a new thing, and then I saw that I was on some list
1: of, like the 136 comedy specials that have been released this year. And it was like March 15th. And I'm like, oh God, I'm part
0: of the problem, aren't I? It's just so cool to like see that because I think people just now, they don't want to wait anymore, which is great. You know, it's just like, if you feel like you have enough people to reach out with, like that's my main thing with like wanting to do mine in two years is like, you know, you want to feel like you have that, that thing of like, that audience. And it feel and it seems like you do. Like I, I look at your, you know, I looked at your numbers. You have a lot of, you know, followers and stuff. So like it makes sense to be able to do that. I know people like I won't name names, but like they they drop a the post it's like you're no one. It's like, like it can be, it can be yeah, tough. Well, I- You know, I think what's
1: happened in comedy now, a lot of people don't have patience anymore. No. So, like, because, like, when I started doing comedy, like, I feel like I just had it built in. I was like, all right, well, I got to, like, work my way up to get booked on regular shows. Right.
0: you know I gotta wait to get paid and this and right. that now people are in comedy like a week and they're like you know I should have a roast like a birthday roast yeah, and exactly. also a respectful special right. you know I have
1: three minutes of material and it's right. like
0: what are you doing and it's such like a it's so different nowadays because everyone wants to see The Journey as like sort of a Rocky movie it's like you know when when comedians started you really didn't see them for like 15 years until they started like showing up on Late Night doing like yeah, you know it'd be like this person been doing comedy 12 years and then they're just on David Larry. <laughs> and now people Rock, are like now the, now the Rocky journey is you running up the stairs but you can't get to the top because there's so many other comedians right like zigzagging. and <laughs> there's just like you talk about it, like there's so many comedians nowadays it's so like it's it's great but also it's like, kind of nuts it's like oh this is way too many people trying to do the same thing <laughs> like yeah you know
1: especially like New York City like New York City like Every
0: time I'm on a show here, it's like, oh, here's three comics I don't know somehow. Right. And it, it can be like, you know, and it's really just, you know, breaking out can be the toughest thing, you know, figuring out, like, okay, is this, you know, because you don't want to be competitive with your friends. It's just like, you know, you just want to find, like, your spot and to put your, your name out there and your voice and everything that you do. And I feel like... yeah. You need to learn to not be competitive, and
1: then also it's like you're not in a race per se, right? And, uh, you know, and then you have to just realize that like you just have to make keep always making stuff. It's not all about stand up,
0: right? You know? And it's just like to me, I always say like one of the things I always hate. Uh, like, phrases that people sort of use is, like, networking. Like, to me, I never like that. To me, I always say, like, just find cool people to do cool shit with. <laughs> like, that's all <laughs> like, that you have to do. Have to show and, like, like, perform for, like, six weeks. That's... Right. It's like,
1: if you... if <laughs> you can fu- get
0: booked on it once. Right. And it's like, if you just find people, like, that's one of the greatest things about comedy to me, is just meeting so many cool people. And, like, even being able to do this, like, the reason I started doing this podcast was I have, like, a terrible like sort of attitude about staying around in New Jersey, even though I have to for a while. So it's like, well, I have to, I have to love, I have to, the one thing that I wanted to do was also promote comedians that have been doing it for a long time and aren't getting like enough recognition. So I'd be like, I can, you know, hype these people up. And then it's cool to have someone like you and like a couple other headliners I've had and, and they just treat me like a regular comic. And it's just so cool to get like that, that, like validation that you're doing the same thing even if you're in different yeah, I, spaces i get paid for this right <laughs> <laughs> i could i don't usually but <laughs> i not talk about that, you <laughs> but um anyway uh thank you so much for uh for doing this and being on and everything um yeah
1: no thank you so much for having me and thanks for checking out my stuff i think that's
0: Oh, oh yeah! It's A shocking thing to hear when like other comedians are like, "I listened to your album, I watched your special," and I was like, "Oh, wow!" I, I, like I don't ever know what to do with that. I'm like, wow. Right. I can imagine so much nicer how that feels. Be to be some... <laughs> yeah, because like, you know, you're just making stuff. You're just you're doing it, which is which is really really awesome. Just uh, that. So, um, you yeah, maybe I am nice. I don't know. Damn it. Maybe those people were right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's always, that's, that's one of the weirdest compliments to get that i never liked. Because it's not a skill. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not an attribute. Yeah. <laughs> it's not an I attribute. Nice, I think I just, you know, I, I treat people like human beings. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, most people in comedy don't know how to do
1: that. No. <laughs> so when somebody does, they're like, wow, this guy, he's really nice. And I'm like, "Right." Eh.
0: But, like, I have a habit of saying that, too. Whenever I have someone on the show, I'm like, oh, they're really nice. They're really just, they just, think give you <laughs> Time and uh so what kind of show what shows do you have coming up? Uh this is probably gonna be out like next week. So uh Oh, um uh, well the uh well
1: next uh Saturday the thirteenth? I'm at uh Governor's actually on Long Island. I think it's seven thirty or eight. Oh I've heard about um, Governors. Yeah, uh, buy tickets online and then uh the following week after that, I have my show in my hometown on Friday the 19th at uh, Larry's Club in uh, Valley Stream, and then uh, on the 27th, I believe I'm at the Proctor's Theater in Schenectady, New York, so yeah, I got some fun ones coming up, um, and then in June, I got a whole bunch of new sets coming up. Oh,
0: no, that's great. Um, your, uh, your social media, your um, your uh, Instagram is Punt Telegram, right? Yes, and my
1: TikTok, in case anybody's in the mood
0: for that. Yeah, I just like to say that at the end, get people to put their social media stuff out and everything. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, thank you so much. I but... mean, TikTok might be gone in three months. so Right. I'm just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's such them. a weird. It's such a weird thing of like, you yeah. know, and it's weird because the only the only thing I like about TikTok is that it's like the only thing that has like the correct algorithm with stuff is like. YouTube and every other place they just try and put you down a like rabbit hole of things you don't listen to you don't watch. And you're like, I don't watch this. (laughs) It's so like uber specific. It's like I already watched like they're like, Why are they keep showing me like, all these videos of, like, family clips, and stuff, so it was, like... Yeah, I, yeah I, 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 I don't know what
1: YouTube's doing. It's, like, because you watched a
0: scene from Breaking Bad, <laughs> yeah. here's a, a clip of, uh, I don't know, Ben Shapiro. I'm right. <laughs> and it's, like, I don't <laughs> like that. And then, like, the thing with with TikTok that's funny is, like, it's almost too, like, niche of what it is, of, like, what I like. So they will just be, like, oh, here's this, like guy your age singing about this cartoon that you watched when you were a kid <laughs> like a pop punk version it's like yeah so uh but uh thank you so much for being on and doing this and uh no thank you, very you much if you ever have any other you know things that come up any other you know specials or anything that you're doing that you want to promote uh just hit me up and we can you know have you on again and uh yeah, definitely. Thank you. For, Thank you so for much. Choosing me. Yeah, for and sure. Listen to my stuff and all that. It's yeah, for cool. sure. Uh, I hope you have a nice weekend. Uh, you too, man. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, that was good.